Hi, welcome to Thrive with Nancy. This podcast is for an executive woman just like you, seeking practical, usable advice to send your career into high gear right now. Today, our topic takes a cut at one of the most crucial skills, behaviors, and commitments you can make. Yes, that's one heck of a lot of promises all wrapped into one big bow, but I'm not overselling it. Are you ready to dig into concepts to facilitate generating successful relationships the woman's way? Now, we all know a woman's path to the top of corporations, or even if you're simply interested in attaining influence in your company, don't progress at the same rate as your male counterparts. Relationships is one of those crucial contributing factors. The truth is women relate very differently to business relationships and it is stunting our growth and our careers in many ways. Not all, but many. But before we delve into the topic, we need to establish context. We've all observed some men and some women have strong technical skills in some areas, where others don't, no matter what gender. Through the years, it has become clear that there are seemingly invisible blockades holding women back because they hone expertise. They own leadership. Well, don't let me get carried away. This is a topic about relationships. So tell me, how is it that women aren't progressing with all of these great giftedness we have? You look at the 2020 Fortune Global List, where it says only 2.6% of women were CEOs of Fortune Global 500 companies, and all of them were white. And then you look at an analysis, a 2020 analysis, by the way, by Mercer of over 1,100 organizations across the globe, where they found a, what they called a leaky pipeline for women in leadership with the representation of women decreasing as the levels of positions progressed. Women start out with a 42% representation when they're at the professional level, and it drops to only 23% when they reach or attain the executive level. The statistics are definitely deflating, particularly as we know it isn't lack of ambition that has women not choosing to move up the corporate ladder. And even worse in my mind is that it is projected it will take over 30 years, hear that, over 30 years for women to experience equity in business if we continue at the same tiny gains we've currently been making. I hate that statistic. But I know, and so do you, that despite all of these statistics, There are plenty of women thriving in their careers. That is my commitment to you, that you become one of those women thriving in your career. As one by one, we harness our potential to gain the authority necessary to shift any cultural barriers against women. To aid in this becoming a reality, the first leverage skill you need to acquire as soon as you reach the ranks of mid-level management You have to start thinking relationships. This is where the switch point of career progression occurs. Now it has a lot more to do with who you know and who knows you than simply your expertise. 
The reality is, if you're looking to supercharge your career, then relationship building is the number one game plan you want to take on moving forward. Now, let's focus on some good news for women. First of all, we own relationships. And as we'll discuss in more detail, that's absolute. We excel in this area. It gives us a leg up as a successful corporate executive. The reality is that the competitive edge in any business isn't merely the greatness of the product or the services. All profitability comes through interconnecting relationships. When you study it, there are no transactions that first don't rely on and depend on the interaction of people both internally and externally. So relationship building is a highly valued skill period. Secondly, the feminine trait of rich relationship building serves women well in the sphere of client relationships. We rock when it comes to client loyalty. According to Boris Grosberg of Harvard Business School, women's stars, unlike men, build transferable skills. So when they change jobs, they don't miss a beat. Why? Women develop their success on portable external relationships with clients and other outside contacts. So when they move to new companies, many of their clients follow them. You've heard a bit of the good news. Are you ready to challenge your already knowing about business relationships to expand your thinking? Production and expertise yes, are keys to the much-coveted getting noticed and rewarded as a high potential early, early in your career. It's just not the name of the game once you seek loftier roles. But women often miss this aspect. Let's look at Aubrey, a client of mine, who is a prime example. She's a competent, articulate product development senior manager. When she came to me, she was frustrated by the feedback she received from her boss, the vice president of product management. As she said, I'm infuriated. Daniel told me I need to work on my relationship management skills. Our products are not working reliably for our clients. And yet when I sit in the meetings with our senior leadership team, no one is willing to tell the CIO that her system's issues are killing us. Of course, I may roll my eyes sometimes when I hear her evasive answers. Margaret, the CIO, clearly doesn't understand the features and functions our clients expect. I'm supposed to worry with internal relationships? Give me a break. How is that helping our clients? And that's my job. Aubrey's focus is getting the job done for her clients rather than on internal company relationships is harming her. Yes, she understood relationships, but she identified with the external ones more than the internal ones. Aubrey, in her organization, is viewed as a wild card. She seemingly enters meetings wielding a sword of censure, not a useful mindset at all. If she continues pointing fingers, she will find herself on the outside with no influence at all. Nor did she realize decision-making more often than not takes place outside of the big meetings through relationships with others who have power and influence. 
The fact is strategic relationships smooth troubled waters, save time, open doors to the much sought after cross-functional assignments, move projects through smoothly, particularly the higher you go in the organization. And yes, relationships are an area where men and women are distinctly different in their approaches. For most men, it's typically about expediency and getting the job done, no matter whether they respect or admire the individual they're working with or not. Patently, the definition of relationship in business are very different for women who almost always include a strong emotional connectivity to their expectations, even, even at work. While we women own deep, emotionally connected relationship building, that's where the rub comes in, in business. That's where they aren't about emotions such as caring and respect and trust. They're about pragmatism and getting the job done. Deep relationships at work are the whipped cream on the top of the dessert, a delightful extra, not an expectation. Once a woman accepts this as reality, you need to pivot from strictly emotionally based measurements to strategizing how to generate targeted strategic relationships. This reality often has our back going up, but you can't let it. Yes, I know I've given you a lot of information regarding business relationships. I did that because many of my coaching clients say, yes, yes, I get you, Nancy, but then allow the busyness of work to take over and completely ignore this side of the business success equation. Please don't allow that to happen for you. These influential relationships you build offer the keys to the kingdom for you. Now you're the one who is retained in the midst of layoffs. You're the one who receives the juicy project assignments. You're the one senior management introduces to the power hitters. My hope is that you begin and stick to developing relationships your entire career. It's a commitment to building relationships upward and outward. If you don't assemble a cadre of strategic relationships, you're going to find it difficult to reach the influential levels of the organization where you can and are the difference maker. There's no getting around it. Relationships grease the business wheels of success. It turns out universally, those in organizations who are seen as high potential or as the bosses can't do without right-hand employee have more diversified professional and personal networks than those who are average or low-level performers. And the National Bureau of Economics Research confirms this when they found in a study of 5,000 people that doubling your group of friends has the same effect on your well-being as a 50% increase in income. Wow, that's a pretty impressive incentive, isn't it? Can you imagine how powerful that is when you intentionally foster a reservoir of high-level executives along your career pathway? Still, judging relationship building as uh, perhaps not that big a thing? Well, according to KPMG study of executive women participants, they found that female senior leaders are more likely than their lower level professional counterparts to indicate that they learned the most important lessons about leadership for men. 
Huh, doesn't that demonstrate the need to connect with the movers and the shakers, the decision makers? And most of them in companies today are still men. Is there still a question mark in your head? Let's try a quick exercise. Go along with me here. I hope this is going to clarify the topic in your mind. Close your eyes. Yes, I'm saying close your eyes. Oh, if you're driving, don't do that. Envision yourself as a president of a large organization who has an open key position at the top level of your organization. There are four people in contention. And, you know, since this is an imaginary scenario, would you believe it? All four started on the exact same day and had the same degrees. Exactly. And they received the exact same performance evaluation scores throughout all the years they've been employed. Yet one and only one of those four candidates thanks you, the president, for a speech that had he or she understanding the corporate strategy at a much better level. Perhaps even indicated they shifted the way they viewed their position. And that one person sent you an article they'd written about the company or discussed the nonprofit work you do in the community with you, or mentioned a big savings to the company they'd achieved while at a Christmas party. Well, you get the picture. Which one of the four would you announce as the newest member of your team? Because at the top, it always is about being a team player. I really, really hope you said the one. If you did, That means you're expanding your definition as you break down your resistance to the concept of strategic, targeted, building, successful relationships the woman's way. But don't strategize too low in the organization. According to the Harvard Business Review paper, Why Men Still Get More Promotions Than Women, men are more likely to be mentored by senior executives, whereas women are more likely to have junior level mentors. Huh, wonder which of those two groups has more influence in the organization. And by the way, men credit their promotions are due in large part to the relationships they have. As you're building your network of relationships, please, please look up, way up in your organization. I know it's scary, but that's how you become the leader you want to be. By now you're wondering where the woman's way comes in. Well, this is the easy part. Once you've got your strategic, proactive mental muscles built up, you do it with honesty, sincerity, and gusto. It is you choosing to connect to the good and the creative in others. It is you formulating the rules for the relationships you choose to cultivate. Ask yourself this question. If you are proactively cultivating targeted strategic relationships, does that preclude you bringing all of you into every single relationship? Relationship building for your career is a serious issue, one which will boost your career trajectory. No kidding. The reality is you get to choose to be an influential high-level relationship building or you can remain stuck wondering why your career isn't moving ahead as rapidly as you wish and dream of it doing. If this attitude readjustment is one you intend to take on as your priority for the next stage of your career journey, 
What specific new actions, attitudes, or behaviors are you committing to taking on right now to fulfill your career desires? Because you get to make the difference. I'd love to hear from you about what worked for you from the Thrive with Nancy podcast. Much success always. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.